When I was a teenager, I loved knowing and keeping secrets. It made me feel important. It made me feel special. It made me feel valued. But that's the best kept secret. Regardless of what or who you know, you are important. You are special. You are valued. This is your little dose of inspiration to remind you who you are and who you are. <laughs> it's me, Liv, and I am a student of the word, a lover of life, and your big sister friend, Auntie Mentor, who loves to talk and laugh even more. I am coming to you with some of the best kept secrets life has to offer. Let's talk. It's me, Liv, and I am so thankful that you are back for another episode of The Best Kept Secret. I cannot thank you enough for coming back week after week to join me here and posting about it with your friends. I'm just so incredibly honored. I'm really excited about our conversation today because I truly believe that it's going to bless someone. I have to tell you that every single time I prepare a podcast, I pray about it. I ask God, what is it that he wants to impress upon your hearts? And so it's my prayer that this speaks to a new place within you that he's been talking and speaking to you in lately. Today's best kept secret is that the likes aren't always your friends. I'll say it again. The likes aren't always your friends. You know the likes. The likes on Instagram, the likes on Facebook, the likes, they're not always your friends. And you might be asking, okay, Liv, are we about to be messy? No, I don't do messy. <laughs> I don't do petty. I'm sorry. I'm not here for it. We have real life to handle, real issues to talk about. I don't have time for all that other stuff. But this is a lesson that I've learned throughout the years. And it's actually one that I posted about in my last post on the Candid Live Facebook page before I chose to take it down. I learned this over time because God has really been speaking to my heart about obedience throughout the past couple of years. And the word tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. First Samuel 15, 22 literally says, but Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams. That last part, is translated and submission is better than offering the fat of rams in the new living translation. And whew, this is a touchy subject because it can be really hard to obey the Lord, especially when you have issues with people pleasing as I did 
for my entire life, especially when you have issues with fear and intimidation and insecurity that you may have developed along your youth, your adolescence, and your young adulthood. But obedience is better than sacrifice. And the truth is that when you obey, you are going to sacrifice a few likes because not everyone is going to appreciate your choice to obey the Lord. The likes aren't always your friends. And if you let those likes motivate you, you'll miss out on what you were really meant to learn every time. I originally started the Candid Live Facebook page as an opportunity to develop an online presence for the website, the blog, and the other content that I had begun to produce as an act of obedience. I had a couple of followers from the very beginning, and as time went on, I posted there pretty regularly actually, um, from about 2017 on. I believe I started the page around 2016, but I became really consistent around 2017. 2017 was also a year that really required me to walk in greater obedience and it became a lot more uncomfortable. You see, it was during that time that I began to move away from the retreats that I began to feel God calling me to this conference called Unconditional that I was meant to have. It was during that time that I began to speak a lot more and I began to develop my YouTube channel, which to be honest, I did become a little inconsistent around 2019. <laughs> but it was during that time that I really began to trust in the Lord and step out in obedience in greater ways. And it became incredibly uncomfortable. So the more I posted about what it was that I was doing on the personal side of Facebook, the fewer likes it attracted, the fewer people actually responded to it to even, you know, support it, celebrate it or whatnot. And I began to become really disappointed in the rejection that I believed I was receiving because of that. Now, whether or not it was rejection is not the point of this. The point was that I began to fall into a cycle of depression and anxiety because of what I'd seen with my eyes. And what I'd seen was that I was no longer pleasing people and that they were no longer excited about what God had spoken into my life. That was really hard to deal with, especially since I truly believe that he'd given me the word, the conferences, the books for others. And I was just so heartbroken that they weren't excited or even interested in responding or connecting in new ways. It was there that I began to post a lot more on the Candid Live business page. And it garnered one like, two likes, 
three likes. A lot of those likes were my mama. Hey, shout out to my mama. <laughs> she is my day one for real. <laughs> but I was able to see that the posts were actually reaching a lot more people than were responding. So it gave me a little bit of hope that I was still moving forward in obedience and I was still doing what God had told me to do. At one point, I chose to pull away from the personal side of Facebook altogether because my depression had just begun to spiral out of control and it was so misplaced. God tells us to obey him so that we may be blessed by the relationship that we have with him and the ability to draw even more closely to him when we choose to walk in his leading and the ways that he's directing. Not so that we can get likes, not so that we can find even greater approval among people. So when I continue to see that I was not only moving in a direction that people may not have understood, but I was disappointing some by choosing to forfeit the connections, by choosing to forfeit some of the education that I'd received, by choosing to forfeit some of the networks that I'd belonged to. I had to pull away. However, God never gave me an opportunity to stop. He kept the word at the forefront of my mind. He kept the content at the forefront of my mind. And he never once let me walk away from the conferences. Although I have to tell you that it would have been a lot easier just to walk away from them. In my heart of heart of hearts, y'all, I am an introvert. And I know a lot of people refuse to believe that. But y'all, I would so much rather be curled up in the corner with a book all day any day, every day, if I could, then doing any of this, that it is absolutely ridiculous. He gave me the Candid Live Facebook business page so that I could continue to move in obedience. And it was there that I learned valuable lessons about marketing. It was there that I began to develop a skill that I'm still developing, but one that I was able to grow in as I learned how to create flyers. He began to show me how to write to the audience that enjoys listening to the content that he's shared with me through the blogs that I continued to publish. He showed me how to begin publishing my own books. He showed me how to do all of these skills that I never would have learned had I not been obedient. If you let those likes motivate you and you begin to fall back, you'll miss out on what you were really meant to learn every single time. What if those years had not been about connecting with others as much as they were learning to listen to his voice? What if those years 
weren't as much about connecting with others and growing my platform as much as they were about getting into my word and learning what it is he's speaking into this generation through the influence he's given me. What if those years weren't all about the networking that I could facilitate and the number of people that I could begin to share I was attracting to the Candid Lift platform as much as it was about the daily walk with him the lessons that I began to learn and the boundaries that I was setting and the scheduling strategies that he was giving me so that I could support even greater weight when he chose to release me. Don't hear me say I've been released. Don't hear me say I've made it. I have not. I'm just saying that we often miss out on the lessons that we were really meant to learn when we let likes motivate. I want to ask you to lean into your obedience. I want to ask you to move further. It's true that we've talked about how God can use disappointment. It's true that we've talked about what to do in the middle of the wait. It's true that we've talked about how to celebrate ourselves and allow God to celebrate us. But I want you to bring all of that and all of those conversations to this moment. And I want you to ask yourself if you have been allowing those celebrations and the need for that celebration, if you've been allowing the drive for what's next, if you've been allowing that disappointment in what you have failed to achieve in this moment to keep you from learning the lessons that you were meant to learn because you are so focused on the likes and who are showing up for you and who is cheering you on. Our obedience is so much more important than the accolades we receive. And you have a voice that God wants to use, but he's got a process that we've got to lean into. I love to give recommendations. And one of the podcasts that I wish were more frequent is the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast. He recently said in one of his podcasts that we're not meant to fall in love with the results. We're meant to fall in love with the process. And I want that for you. So I'm going to ask you to remember that the likes aren't always your friends, especially if they're causing you to dim your light, especially if they're causing you to shirk back away from what God has told you to speak on, especially if they are causing your judgment to become so clouded that you would rather forfeit the blessings that he has for you in this moment for the friendships that you believe are helping you to move forward. Those likes aren't always your friends. And we see that 
within the life of Saul because it's Samuel the prophet who's speaking to Saul there in 1 Samuel 15, 22. You see, Saul was moved by the people's approval, which led him to act outside of the will of God and disobey the direct order that God had given him. We have got to move forward. We've got to lean in because I'm telling you, he knows best. I can't imagine the adventure that I would have missed out on if I'd chosen to walk away from the opportunity to found the colorfully candid paradigm. It has been so fulfilling because he's been with me at every step of the way. And even in those moments where it was incredibly difficult and even in those moments where it was ridiculously hard and even in those moments where I questioned if he was still there, he always confirmed his presence. I want you to know what that feels like. I want you to know the joy that comes when you begin to obey him. I want you to know the exhilaration that you can feel welling up within your spirit when you move forward. I want you to feel all of that and so much more. And so it's my prayer that you would know that the likes aren't always your friends, but obedience will be. And he will help you. He's such a good God. He's such a faithful God. He's such a loving God that he will always help you. Gideon was an incredibly shy, naive, timid leader when God first called him and He's one of the leaders that I enjoy reading about and returning to most because he was so unlikely to be called. I appreciate how God loved him into obedience and emboldened him through every step of the way. Because when we meet Gideon in Judges chapter 6, we see that he is threshing wheat in a wine press. The Midianites have oppressed the Israelites so much so that he is hiding away so that they will not discover that he has food, so that they will not discover that he has grain. And so he's in the bottom of a wine press threshing wheat when the angel of the Lord, Jesus Christ incarnate, appears to him well before Jesus Christ actually walked on this earth as we know him in the New Testament. It's there that the Lord calls him this mighty man of valor and he begins to question why on earth are you calling me that? Do you know who I am? I am the least of my father's family and we are the smallest of all of the clans. Do you know who I am? Still, the Lord never compromises his choice to call Gideon forward and he continues to pursue him. He continues to speak over him. He continues to visit with him. And then he tells Gideon that 
he has chosen Gideon to lead Israel in an uprising against the Midianites. And he's going to start by pulling down the altar to Baal and cutting down the Asherah poles. After he does that, he's to build an altar to the Lord. He tells Gideon that he can do this at night, y'all, with everybody is sleeping. He does it afraid. And God gives him an alternative route to take so that he can become more emboldened with each step he takes forward. He continues to call Gideon and Gideon continues to ask for confirmation even after God defends him, even after God confirms his word. Gideon even receives a word to go down into the Midianite camp before they begin to fight because the Lord is going to show him just how he's delivered the Midianites into his hands. And I just begin to fall in love with our God all the more when I read the Bible because this story is less about Gideon and more about God than anything else. It shows us that God will always help us to obey his word because he is a loving God and he wants the best for us. That Candid Live platform was an alternative route that the Lord gave me so that I could grow in obedience until I'd become more emboldened to share the knowledge and the insight that he has been blessing me with all this time on a platform like this podcast, on a platform like even the personal side of Facebook, where so many of my former friends from college and so many of my family hang out on. It's those places that he's called me to in this season, but he was with me every step of the way and he is with you. He's with you. He's called you to do something great in this world, something that our generation needs, something that only you can do. And it is my prayer that you would lean into it and that you would remember that his character is faithful. When you begin to doubt who he is and when you begin to question if he's setting you up for failure, when you begin to question why he would choose to lead you into such a rejected space. I pray that you know that his character is faithful and his character is loving, that his character will always, always, always show you so much more generosity than you ever could and that he will never leave you. I pray that you begin to walk in such a way that the only likes you look to are his and that it begins to free you from the likes, the approval, and the desires of others. He will be with you in all of it. (laughs) Today's best kept secret is that the likes aren't always your friends. And if you let those likes motivate you, you'll miss out on what you were really meant to learn every time. And so will the one.
And so will the one. I told you that that entire time I had one, two, three people that would like the post. And even though it would reach 150 people or 200 people, that pales in comparison to the fact that it blessed one person. What if you were meant to start your podcast for the one? What if you were meant to start that business for the one? What if you were meant to start speaking up on YouTube for the one? What if you were meant to get into your Bible for the one? What if you were meant to fall on your face in prayer for the one? I know we like the crowds. I know that we like the idea of prospering financially by the amounts of people that are going to come flocking to our conferences and flocking to buy our books. But what if this single act of obedience is your Matthew 18, 12 mission? You know Matthew 18, 12. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others on the hills and go out to search for the one that is lost? I know you have so many reasons not to move forward. And they even supersede the rejection that you have begun to face as you've stepped out into faith. It's bigger than that. Because the truth is that God will love you. He will always love you. He will always be on your team. And he will always be with you whether or not you choose to move out in faith. It's the very reason why Jesus has come so that we would not experience the rejection that Saul did when he chose to disobey the Lord so that we would not experience the distance that his sin created between him and the Lord. It's the very reason Jesus came, but you're living below your purpose. You're living beneath the level of adventure that God has called you to. You're living less than the one whom he called above and not beneath, the head and not the tail. And sometimes that act of obedience was meant for one. Please stop getting caught up in the numbers. Please stop getting caught up in wanting everyone to approve of what you are doing and know that that one whom you've been blessed to speak into is more than enough. It's more than enough. The likes aren't always your friends. And I pray that you begin to seek his above theirs. There's something so much greater that's waiting for you.
trust me. My God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and we praise you for helping us to find a way of escape out of every single temptation. My God, we pray right now that the spirit of obedience would overwhelm any spirit of intimidation, that the spirit of obedience would overpower any spirit of intimidation and timidity that attempts to rise up within us and keep our eyes locked on the approval of people above you. We refuse to idolize them. So help us, oh God, to tear down the altars that we have created to other people. Help us, oh God, to tear down the altars, oh Jesus. Jesus, that we have created to the approval of man and help us, oh God, to build up an altar within our hearts that prioritizes your word and your word alone. You have spoken, Lord Jesus, and you have said in Matthew 6.33 that when we seek your kingdom and your righteousness, all other things will be added unto us. Help us, oh God, to remember that you are our reward and that it is a privilege, oh God, to be called into this moment and to partner with you on earth to see that which you have already done in heaven be fulfilled here. My God, we thank you for the example that we have in Gideon. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that at every step of his journey, you comforted his heart as you convicted him unto righteousness and confirmed the word that you'd spoken over him from the very beginning. Comfort our hearts so that we may remember that as long as you are pleased with us, oh Jesus, that is all that matters. My God, in the name of Jesus, convict us unto righteousness so that we may remember that you will never ask us to do anything that you have not already done yourself. For we know that you were despised. We know that you were rejected when you walked on this earth. And it is our prayer, Lord God, that we would be able to pick up our cross in this moment and walk further and move forward. You're such a good, good God, and you're holy in all of your ways. So we thank you for the many ways that you confirm your word over us, because you don't have to do it. It's that word that you've spoken over us that pursues us. And it is that word that will be perfected in our lives. My God, we surrender everything that we are, everything that we want, every desire that we have, and every inclination that we've ever had to prioritize the approval of people above your approval at your feet. Because we are bold enough to believe that that obedience is going to lead us to our best lives and that you know more about us than we would ever know about ourselves because it was you who designed us and it was you who placed purpose within us before we were conceived in our mother's womb as you say in Jeremiah 1 and 4. My God, in the name of Jesus, do a mighty work within us as we surrender ourselves to you and submit our will in this moment at your feet. We trust you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 
All right, y'all. Our time has finally come to an end, but that doesn't mean that our conversation has to. I would be honored if you would write a review on iTunes or Spotify to let me know if any part of today's subject touched your heart. It will also help other people find this content. Now, I hope that you remember that I am here to inspire confidence, conversation, and creativity in Christ Jesus among your circle. So let me know how I can be of service. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, and Clubhouse at Candid Live, and I'd love to know what you want to talk about. I am honored that you are